You might have heard of imagination, you might have heard of meditation, but you've never really experienced and used it in your life. Now, this is the fourth part in the series where we're specifically talking about how to train your mind. And in today's uh, episode, we're giving you some practical benefits of imagination. And we're also going to connect that with meditation and how you can use these two to really get what you want to see that the stuff are real before you actually feel it in the physical and it manifests in the physical. If this is what you desire and this is what you want for your life, then please continue listening. We'll be back with you right after the intro. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader that you were born to be. The show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest. And now, let's move on to today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Rise and Shine show. And I've got my precious wife, Judy, with me again. Welcome, Judy. Thank you very much, Yanni, for inviting me back. Yeah, you're very welcome. And as I said in the intro, we are going to deal with the practical benefits of imagination today. We're also going to touch on the meditation part like we we did the previous time because this all forms part of basically the same package, if I can call it that. So Judy, you've got some special things that you want to share today and I'm going to give it over to you and I will... I will uh, stop you and I'll ask questions, but I'll also give you some practical examples of how this affected my life and how it worked in in my own life as well. So please go ahead. Thank you, Yanni. Every time I'm on Yanni's show, he always moves the mic away from my face because he says I'm too loud. But that's what imagination does. It empowers you from the inside. So when you speak, you can speak with authority. Because what happens is your imagination brings in, bring you in line to what you actually are thinking. So what's the practical application to, to use in your imagination? Your imagination can draw things to you. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So you are thinking creatures, but we many often leave the thinking to somebody else. But when we stop to think, then we can think of our own solutions and become the own narrative of our own life. Okay, but Ned, now let me just stop you there for a moment. You say that we many times leave the imagination or the thinking to someone else. Why is that? Because people just are doing things spontaneously. They react. They don't think before they react. Okay, but let's look at it a little bit deeper. Everything around us today is focused on pushing information toward us. We get text messages, we get SMSs, we get emails, we get whatever from every um, available platform almost. We get inundated every day with messages that are pushed on us. And those things, it's almost as if it interrupts our thinking, our imagination, our time, our Uh, valuable and our um, practical time that we can sit and just think and imagine it's almost as if it strips us from from that isn't that true it's definitely true and it does play a a function but it shouldn't it is is not 
your role to take everything you read at value because what's actually happening, you put your own values on the back burner and you leave it there for some day when you are in trouble. But when you accept the narratives of the world and you use your imagination to conjure up what they are saying to you, then you're actually releasing your power to somebody else. And the way I do it and the way I see it is I leave the world narrative and I figure out my own narrative and work that in through what's happening in the world. Yeah, you know, I'm just thinking as you're speaking, I'm just thinking of the proverb that says to train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he gets old, he will not move away from that. And that's really where we need to get to. So remember the series that we're busy with. We're talking about how to train your mind. And that's why it's so important what you're saying, Judy. Yes, it is training your mind. And when you train your mind, you'll actually find that there are a lot of benefits to living a productive, healthy, fruitful, happy life. A life that's on live intentionally and purposefully and continuously on the straight or upward climb. Because what's happened in the past past many years, people have been declining and declining and declining and decaying. And um, they've lost their resistance. They've lost their fight. They feel disempowered because they have relinquished their power to the world. So now we need to bring that back. We need to realize and realize how to empower ourselves. And we do that through using our imagination, not like Disney, not like Star Wars or any of those things. No, but according to what God says, our imagination empowers us to grow. Yeah, because otherwise, just like um, many places in the scripture, it talks about the vain imagination of people. So it's almost as if we tend to um, let our imagination be used for things that are not constructive. It's not good. It's not uh, to the benefit of anyone else. And that is why it's so crucial that we understand. And Judy, I just want to mention something. As you were speaking again, I was just thinking, when your mind is trained and it's really trained like like an athlete, like a Olympic athlete, then you can use your mind every single time you need to accomplish something. You can use your mind to really get what you want. Absolutely. And the practical uh, message that to that is athletes do use their mind to see themselves as the winner at the end. So they, in their mind, rehearse the track rehearse the feelings, rehearse their steps. They rehearse the minutes and the seconds to the finish line till they get the ribbon stuck on them. It's a rehearsal and it's rehearsing all the time. And as you do that, you empower yourself because your picture of you become bigger and bigger. And that's one practical way to get what you want. But here's another idea that I'm going to just slip in here. To, to find, um, to use your imagination in the business place, this is what I want to say, is when you are out there shopping 
or out there in the public, look for the problems that's in the society and then come back to your quiet place and meditate on those problems and see which is the problem that you're really fed up of and you want to change. And then you focus on that one picture of that one issue that you want to change and then you focus on it until you get the answer. And then when the answer comes, you begin to break through into your imagination and now your imagination will help you to see the answer being fulfilled step by step, just like the athletes, minute by minute, second by second, until it's on the shelf or in the public, changing the environment. Now, if you having issues or trouble to be able to see what Judy is talking about, to really grasp what she's saying about uh, what Judy is saying now. I just want to give you a practical example that, that happened with me. Now, this is many years ago. And I, I wanted a wife, but I wanted a wife who thinks the same as me, who's got the same values as me, and all the things that went with it. And I said, I specifically remember saying to the Lord, Lord, I don't care where she's coming from, what she's done in her life before, that doesn't matter to me. But I want a wife that, like I said, think the same as me and all these things. And you know, when, when I met Judy the first time, I just saw her. I'm not going to share the whole story with you now, but it's as if there was light being transferred at that, at that time. It was a very powerful experience for me, although Judy didn't know it at, uh, about this at that time, but it was a very powerful experience to me. And once Judy and I met, everything that she, she thought, it was so in line with what I'm thinking. And I mean, we've been married now for over 20 years. And the way that we think, yes, we think different in many ways. And Judy is specifically focused on certain things and I'm on other things but we think the same we we get along so well and and it's all I imagine these things and I just said to the Lord Lord this is what I want I want a wife who thinks the same as me wants who's got the same values and everything as me and he gave me this beautiful woman who I love with all my heart and we've been so uh, blessed in our relationship so that's just on a practical level so that you can understand it's not only in the business environment, but I just shared that with you so that you can see it's on every area of your life. So now that you've got this picture, so Judy, please move on. Yeah, and saying that, it also applies to bringing clarity in your life. Because um, for the example of your spouse, we all have a different idea of what our spouse looked like. But if you yourself become clear on who you are and who you want to share your life with, then the clarity makes it easy to find the right person. Because we can't look at the outside of a person and their nails and their eyelashes and their hair color and their size. We can't look at that. It's beautiful to look at it, but that is fading in time. When a person reaches 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, there are things that's going to change if they have, when you have children, things are going to change. But when you look at the eternal beauty of that person, that's where you're beginning to 
to really value life because life is beauty and when you look at a person yourself and the person through that those eyes then you're going to find the right person for you if you if you value a person who makes um uh, nice food or you buy a person who makes a home feel homey or who are very good with children if those are your values you will definitely find the wife who will have the same values because that's what imagination and a vision does it brings clarity to you and then that clarity is portrayed out of you okay so now we've dealt a little bit more on on uh, relationships and i know that's a very juicy subject that we for can everyone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but please get back to what you started sharing about in business in the business world give, yep. give us some some detail on that give us some guidance on that and give us some practical ideas and even examples that uh, we can learn from and that we can um, help us to train our mind so that we can know what to do when to do and how to do it because that is really what imagination does it gives you basically the whole picture before it actually happens and manifests in the physical isn't that true yes absolutely so it's a it's a lot of things you're asking for but let me start with this the first example i gave was a problem you find and a solution that comes to imagination but i'm going to go back one step when you um are discovering your own skills and talents. There are things that you know you can do best than other things. And when you are learning to put those skills into practice, then you'll find that with your imagination, you can see those areas much clearer because that's where you're skilled at. That's where your talent lies. And Sometimes that's a good start and point, but you can't find all the solutions you need in the marketplace just by focusing on you. You have to shift your imagination to the, to the next step because maybe you're good at creating things, but you're not good at building things or selling things. So you need to shift your imagination and find in your imagination the type of person who've got the skills to sell your product or the kind of what the, the design who will design your product. You need a technical person who can draw it for you. And so you, you use your imagination in all kinds of functions because everything requires a different way of thinking. And um, so if you can see this different steps, then you can visualize and imagine the persons who can do those type of steps. Does that answer the question? Well, partly. Partly. And, okay. and that's, that's important what you're mentioning there because many times you and I think that I have to do everything. That's how I used to be. I always thought, and that's how I kind of been brought up. I wanted to do everything. When I build a website, I want to do everything. I want to do the coding. I want to do the images. I want to do uh, the layout. I don't. I want to do everything. And I did it for a long time. And then I realized, but I cannot do all that because I'm I'm skilled in certain areas. I'm skilled specifically and much more purposefully than in others and then I realized but I really need a team around me 
because some people are specifically they graphic designers so they know specifically how to do that and where something would take me a day for example would take someone else a half an hour and that's why it's so important to get the right basis to train your mind right from the start in the correct ways now it seems as if we're deviating yeah and we uh, flip flopping uh, back and forth but not not really because what we're doing here is giving you some some nuggets how to get the picture in in its uh, totality in fullness so that you can not just be focused on one area or one direction but that you will realize that you must also sometimes give your imagination the freedom to i almost want to say collect ideas and then work with those that's right someone once said um, mindset is 90% of your work and 10% are your skills. And they also said it like this. They said, if you spend seven hours to sharpen your axe, it'll only take you one hour to cut down the tree. And that's how much time you need to spend on your mindset. So your imagination is your mindset. If you would spend a day or three days, in fact, of the week developing that imagination to see clear the picture you want for your product or for your business, then you can spend just two days or less doing the execution. But the thing is that the execution will be exactly the way you saw it. It will be crisp. It will be clear. It will be exactly the right way. So if you use the picture of the, the website, you've got the website, but there's lots of little things on a website that needs attention. There's graphics, there's type types of font types and pictures and colors and styles and all kinds of things. So all those things, if you play it out in your imagination, when it's time to build the website, you'll find you only need a few days. And you know, here to encourage you, I just want to give you another example that uh, in my own life, I'm a very practical person and I can fix virtually anything. I can look at something and my mind starts working and I see pictures. I've always known that I can see in pictures. So I can look at something and I can uh, see the problem, I can evaluate it. And then in my mind, I begin to see the solutions to these things. And sometimes it doesn't work out the first time, but in general, that's, that's really, I'm good at that. But then at one stage, I said to Judy, I cannot understand why I can see these things, these physical things. I can see these practical things, but when it comes to, to life matters, things that I, other things that I have to make decisions about, finances and, and, and things like that, for example, it sometimes it was hard for me to make those decisions because I couldn't really see the solution. And for a long time, I've prayed about it and I, I really sat and I was thinking about this. And then one day I realized there's no difference. But I was almost, I had the mindset and I trained my mind to the point where I only saw the physical, practical things. But finances, for example, it's the same thing. It's a practical thing. It's also a physical thing, just as I can see it in my imagination and in my mind first and then meditate on it and I can get the solutions. So then it started changing. 
And I started realizing that it's not difficult because it's is not difficult. Once you know how to do it and what to do and what to focus on, and if your mind is distracted, remember now in some of the previous um, sessions what we said, if when I want to train my mind, for example, when I went to go and lay down and I wanted to sleep for the 20 minutes, I used that right in the beginning as well, that example. I had to take my mind when it was wandering. I said, no, I came here to come and sleep, come back. And I physically had to do that. I, I spoke to my, to my mind. I said, no, you're not going to go there. You're not going to think on what I still need to do tomorrow or later this afternoon or stuff that someone said to me this morning. No, come back, come back. And it's the same thing. So when you understand the principle, you can apply it to virtually any area of your life. Very good. Very good, Yanni. I want to uh, change the topic a little bit. The Bible talks a lot about remember the days of your youth. And when you get old, keep remembering the days of your youth. And I was meditating on that and wondering, what is God saying to us here? But then I realized when you are young, in your youth, you are full of imagination. Your imagination is to build everything, create everything, climb everything, expand and grow. But then I realized like the Lord was saying, okay, when you are old, remember the days of your youth, mm -hmm. because in your older days, you will need those things you imagined in your younger days. It may have failed or you didn't complete it or you didn't start it, but remember, because many people, like nine out of 10 people, as they get older, they fail to use their imagination and that flops and life flops and life becomes very humdrum and very re in retirement mode after that <laughs> yeah, point that so, so i think this is a very noteworthy point and if you can stop right here and think about it what the bible says remember the days of your youth and that's a good place to start stirring up your imagination you know just a few days ago i i read in a book and what this person said, they did an experiment and they asked a group of young children. They were in first or second grade and they asked them, who of you can, and can draw? And everybody put up their mm -hmm. hands. Every single one mm -hmm. of them put up their hands. We all can draw. And then they did the same experiment with children that just went to high school. And only two in the class put up their hand. Mm -hmm. So look wow. between them. What and happened? Just, what happened mm -hmm. there? Mm -hmm. now, all of a sudden, yeah. 99% of the class cannot Can't. draw anymore or they think they cannot draw anymore. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. yes, there are others that can, that can do it better than others. But mm -hmm. when they were so little, mm -hmm. everybody yeah. could, could draw. draw something. If it's just a tree or a heart or their hands. Yep. So what that tells me is like, as you grow up and you listen to everything around you, your imagination goes to sleep. And also comparing. I think yes, that is the main thing. That's right. When we were right. so little, we didn't compare, compare all the time. Yes. The comparison and comparing to someone else many times came from our parents. Yes. Yeah. But look, your brother does this. And why didn't you do this or that? Uh, child across the streets doing this or that. So that's where it's coming from. So it's being... Uh, trained 
yeah. to compare with other people and thinking I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. So if you don't use your brain to use your imagination, it really does retire very early. It's something that you need to really um, activate all the time because it's the creativity in your imagination that breaks the monotony in your life, that spurs up the new ideas, that creates more thoughts, more idea, more energy, more vitality, um, more freedom, more happiness, more joy, uh, more clarity, more peace, more confidence, more um, fruitfulness. So, you know, it's all of the things that comes with your imagination. The list goes on longer. If I can find my list, I can give you the other 20 words. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? It makes me think of a, a movie. I, for some reason, I like this movie so much. And it's not a Christian movie per se, but it's still good family values and all that. But it, the, the title of the movie is The Miracle on 34th Street. <laughs> and here it's about Santa Claus and this uh, little girl whose mother trained her or taught her that Santa Claus is just a fantasy. And here all of a sudden is this old man and he believes he's Santa Claus. And But what he said was so impactful to me when he started teaching her to use her imagination and she said yeah but that's not true that's just fantasy that's not real and he said what do you mean don't you know that there are different nations and she said yes of course (laughs) and he said well it's the imagination and that's how we kind of in the movie explain it to her and I always remember that so Mm -hmm. that's just to share with you how real it is Mm -hmm. so Let's dig into practical examples, Judy, how people uh, can really use their imagination to, to reach certain goals and to get to specific places in their lives. Okay, so what goal shall I use an example? Starting a business? Yeah. Do, creating let's, a let's, product? Let's, let, let's start with creating a product. That's a good idea. Creating a product. Okay. Creating a product. What are you able to create? Are you an artist, a musician, or a painter? What can you create? Do you want to to write a book? Do you want to uh, make a new product? What do you want to create? Stop and think about it. Going back to where I started, what is the problem that makes you the most fed up that you want to change? Make that your mission. That's an important point. So please note that. Get that uh, point that Judy just mentioned. Get that down. You have to get fed up with the stuff. You have to get fed up with the situation. Not fed up with people necessarily, but get fed up with a situation that holds you back or something that you cannot do or there's a need for a specific thing. We have to get fed up. Fed we up. sometimes think we must just be uh, nice. nice and docile. And, but no, get fed up and then you will move forward. That's right. Then that makes you take action and the right kind of action with the right kind of energy and motivation because when you're fed up, it also means other people are also fed up. So that is the fir- that's the first step. What makes you fed up? And then sit down and inquire, well, how can I take this and move forward? What can I do? What 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 is can I make better? What can I improve on? Ask yourself the questions and listen to what pops up in your mind. And whatever pops up in your mind, take a note and write it down because in one of those um, ideas is something that's going to be workable 
for where you're at. So sometimes people always say, but I don't have money. I don't have connections. I don't have transportation. I don't know anyone. But listen, if you an idea comes to you, the person can also pop up in your mind. You don't need money for everything because maybe there's investors or maybe there's people around you that would like to invest in you. They can see potential in you and they are willing to invest. Don't limit God. Just let your imagination go and keep pondering. And yet, like Yanni would use the word brood on this. Just keep brooding on your imagination and those thoughts until the people starts to come around you. It takes time. It takes time for this to happen, but it will happen. I wouldn't even say six months and you'll start to see things happening. Okay, what does this word brood mean? It's it's like a hen who's sitting on a clutch of eggs. Mm. <laughs> That's what it really is. So that hen sits there and she keeps those eggs at an optimum temperature. So she actually keeps them warm. And that's how they hatch. And it's the same with these ideas. When you meditate on these ideas and you keep meditating on it, keep meditating on it, and you begin to see the picture developing on the inside. Let's take the egg. This little chick starts developing inside this egg. The hen cannot see it, but she knows she has to sit on that. That's how she was created. It's it's almost like programmed into her that's what she needs to do and at the right time that little uh, chick hatches and that's exactly what happens to ideas it's exactly the same principle exactly the same idea so this is not airy fairy stuff that we're talking about this is real life stuff this is more real than the ideas that people try to push down your throat from television or via the internet all the time yeah and i must add Working with your imagination and your vision in this manner, it's a lot easier than when people say, have faith. Because having faith and not taking the action is impossible. So when when you hear have faith or by grace or God will do it or in his timing, you'll hear all these cliche words, but it's not the word that will really change your life. It is part of it, but it's not what will change your life. Your life will only change when you take action and start changing your mind to create the atmosphere, to create your imagination. Yeah, go ahead, Jenny. Now let me talk on that. (laughs) Because now it may seem as if uh, Judy is saying, yeah, but faith is not important. Yes, faith is incredibly important. But why is this so important? Now, let me read to you the faith, uh, faith chapter in, in the Bible, Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now, listen to this. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith is the substance. Now, what is substance? Substance is something that you can feel, something that you can touch. That's how real it is. And, but it's because we haven't been taught how to think about this in the in the in a constructive way I almost wanted to say and then when you go and look at the um, it says it now faith is a substance of things hoped for now that word hope is the same as imagination and what imagination means just think about what we dealt with in some of the previous episodes there we showed you that imagination 
means to conceive. So your mind is the womb, so to speak, of your spirit. And so when you have faith in something, you actually are building through your imagination, through hope, you are building the substance. And these things that you cannot see is more real than the things we can physically touch. That's why many times people who who create things and who come up with these creative ideas, the moment this thing comes and it's manufactured or it's built, a building for example, they're not so excited about this. And people say, but why aren't you excited about this? This is so beautiful. This is so great. But you know what? Many of those people go and check. They will say, but I've already seen this. I saw this three years ago. I saw this five years ago, even way before we started building this project. Then I already saw it. And then let me just go back to this verse. I just want to finish that. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So faith is the evidence, in other words, the tangible... Imagination. Imagination, Mm -hmm. the tangible in the unseen of the things that are not really seen. Thank you, Judy. Thanks Mm -hmm. for sharing that. Mm -hmm. That was cool. Yeah, you're very welcome, Yanis. So I think I've shared enough. What do you think? Yeah, this has been a good session. Thank you so much. Um, I really know that there are lots of practical ideas and practical tips that you can glean from this yes because i have an article i'm about to put up on my website okay wealthisadecision.com um i've wrote i've just written an article about the imagination and how to make it effectively in your life okay so well go and check that out i will put the link uh in the description of this podcast thank you so much for listening and please if you need to Uh, listen to this podcast uh, again or a few times please do so because Judy and I really want you to get to the point where you can use your imagination where you can meditate on these on these things that you need to do in your life so that you can make and get your mind to work for you so as you train your mind your mind has to work for you every single time and bring you exactly what you want and you know, the best part is you don't need to go to school for this. No, that's cool. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, for people who don't like school, like myself. <laughs> yeah, and it's not that we just don't like school, but we know there's also a bunch of pre-programmed things that they want you to learn there, which we don't always need. So we don't, we're not totally against school, but we against the propaganda and the indoctrination that's going on in our schools and our universities at this time. But that we must also change. So I'm meditating on that and I'm getting a picture how we're going to change that. Thank you, Judy. It was great. I really appreciate you. And thank you for listening. And we will see you soon in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.